The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, the podcast. My name is Justin McElroy. Ring, 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 ring. Sorry, let me get that. Yes, hello? Uh-huh. <laughs> I would love to, Marty, but uh, yeah, I'm busy recording a podcast. You know, a podcast? Yeah? Okay. Okay. Was, sorry. Uh, this is your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And this is your baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Hey, guys, what are we doing here? What? What it's this? Oh, sorry. I just got a call from uh, Mar- Marty Scorsese. Do you know? Oh, Marty. You know, you know his work? He was just calling. He wants to uh, direct a, a gritty, uh, like, McElroy Brothers-based movie uh, yeah. with a lot of intrigue and betrayal, See, and a I lot was, of drug use. I was confused because me and legendary director Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. and, a, like, over my hours of hanging out with him, like, I did learn the right, the proper right way to say his name. I, I just call him El Scorcho, so... That, um, uh, thank you for correcting that pronunciation, because suddenly that makes so much more sense as to why when you're ribbing him about, like, some mm. of his batter movies, why you call him Martin Scorchese, makes yeah. it <laughs> so much more sense to me now. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so me and Scorcho, I had Scorcho on the phone the other day. He's like, Departed 2, are you in? And I was like, what's it all about? He's like, get this, Martin Sheen, he's back. Like, he <gasps> super died in the... Yeah, no, he's back. And this time, you're his little brother. I don't even understand how, like, chronologically, don't doubt the scorch, he said to me. Yelled it, even. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hello? Jerry. Okay. Yeah, it's J-Man. <laughs> yeah. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, just send them on over. Bye. Um, Who was that, So Justin? that was Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. Uh, he watched the first episode of our TV show, and he is actually... Um, Sending me all his Emmys in shame, he said. Oh, wow. He's embarrassed of his TV show, and he doesn't want the Emmys anymore, and he's sending them to me. Huh. Justin that is both, McElroy. That is both nice and humble of him. That's yeah. really sweet he, of him. Where are you he gonna, doesn't deserve them. Um, you're he saying says, he, he, saw, he saw our comedy show, and he says, oh, that's how you do it. I don't deserve all these. I don't deserve all these Emmys. I'm going to give them back. Um, oh, hey, hold on one second. Oh, wow, a real phone ringtone. Hold on. Hello? Hey, Joe, how's it going? Do you want to, oh, today? I'm a little bit, I could, I, we could do lunch at Pasta, you want to go to Pasta Garden? I don't, I think it's Olive Garden. It's all, all the name of the restaurant is Olive Garden, not Pasta Garden. No, there's not a restaurant called Pasta Garden in Austin. Like, there's not, there isn't, a, that would be crazy if there was a restaurant called Pasta Garden. You get that, right? It's Olive Garden. Okay, fine, I'll meet you at the Pasta Garden. Uh, twelve thirty. Fine. Okay. Bye. That was Joe Pantoliano. He's in Austin, Ooh. and uh, he wants to. He was insistent the restaurant was called Pasta Garden. I didn't know what to tell him. <laughs> Joey I, Pants. Uh, Griffin, I'm sorry. That was so rude of me. I left the sound on, but I actually got a text in the middle of that call, um, from the Oscars committee, and they said that they were retroactively giving me Leonardo DiCaprio's Oscar. They were going to take it away from him for for his uh, bear movie, and they're going to give it to me now. So he still bear. doesn't have an Oscar anymore. The Bear Challenger, I mm-hmm. believe, was the title of it. Mm-hmm. From Bear Man. The Bear Man it's, movie. From uh, from Leo's ill-fated uh, gritty Yogi Bear reboot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love fame. It's so yeah. good. Let's just it's say really it. Good. Let's just say it. I love this stuff, man. Can't get enough. I wish we weren't still under contract to do a thousand podcast episodes, or I would just quit doing this show and focus on being famous all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this podcast has been, uh, I think, about as successful as the medium can get. Has it ever secured me one ticket to paradise, by which I mean a 1230 lunch reservation at Pasta Garden with my good friend Joe Pantoliano? No, only television got me there. Only television got me across that beautiful finish line. 
there's just so much power that comes from being on a streaming internet comedy show. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't get mm-hmm. that from podcasts. You got to get on the old media, like streaming internet comedy. <sighs> Has Man. it changed things though? Has it changed things? That's the that's what everybody's wanting to know. That's How a problem. I'm I'm recording this uh, laying down on my polar bear skin rug, but. I've always done that. You've so that's not new. That. It's that like when Mike, when Michael Jordan was playing um, basketball, wherever he did it before, mm-hmm. he like did it, and then he like did it, and people were like, "Whoa!" And he was like, "Things have changed." Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he was like the best basketball player, and and like as soon as people were like crazy about number twenty three, mm-hmm. he was just like, "Things have changed for me." I think that's that's actually what most people. Oh, oh shit! Sorry guys. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. MJ. Oh, it's actually him. Oh, yeah, dial him in. MJ. Hey. Mm. You want me to take... Oh, so I would be 23. Oh, wow. Wow. It's the call, Travis. And, okay, so I'll be 23, and you're just going to give me all all of your basketballs. Okay. I mean, just... From the one episode, don't you want to wait to see the rest of the... Okay. And, oh, yeah. Oh, on the cover of Bad. So I'll be on the cover of all the copies of Bad that they sell from now on. Uh, and then you'll give MJ them stickers to MJ, put my I face on. Okay, so it's all MJs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seems like it. Whoa. Mahalia Jackson, you're on here too. Wow. Okay, so you're going to give me your Grammys as well. So... I'll be on the cover of Bad. I'll own Neverland Ranch. I get all the basketballs, and I'm number twenty three. Just from the one up, you guys don't want to wait to. S- okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, thank you so much. That means a lot. Thanks. Yeah, these pretzels are making me thirsty too. Yeah, <laughs> love that shit. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Ugh. Wow, Juice, that sounded like a pretty big call. Just a lot of MJs giving me their honors and their awards and their uh, recognitions. Well, congratulations for all your. Ah, oh, fucking shit. Hold on one second. Hey, Bryce. I can't today, Bryce. I'm sorry. Bye. That's just my friend Bryce. I, he, wanted, <laughs> he wanted to get lunch, but and but I'm obviously I'm spoken for. So <laughs> this has never been more important that we help people. Oh, sorry. Just shit. one more. Just one more call. Sorry. Yes. Hello. Joseph Gordon Biden. Oh, no. A life debt? Uh Uh-huh. Follow me to the ends of the earth? Uh Uh-huh. Like a Belvedere situation? Okay. Um, Can you start tomorrow? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, I'll have Deborah send over the address. Um, I'll see you then. Okay. Bye. Guys, you'll never believe who it was. Uh, I can't guess. It, it was uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> weird. Okay. Doing a character? <laughs> yeah, he was using his nom de plume, Joseph Gordon Biden. All right. I think it's time that we reveal that these have all been pranks <laughs> that we have done so far. Um, basically, everything you've heard up to this point, except for my, friend, my fucking rude friend Bryce calling me, somehow piercing through the do not disturb that I have set on my phone. Like, I don't know how you like hacked into my shit to get the phone call through. But all the other stuff has been just pranks, and we don't know these people. And um, uh, we just, this is, we hope you enjoyed the, we hope you enjoyed all the stuff we've done so far. We would never do something like that on the TV show. We really save a really fully formed great gag. Yeah. For our new medium of television. Um, should we do, please watch our TV show. It comes out on Thursday on CISO. Go get CISO on. Whatever set top box you got, go to CISO.com and check it out on Thursday. And and, it, and if you want to and you haven't yet, uh, the uh, we have an episode of of the show up now. Uh, you can see it on YouTube. I I put uh, a link to it on McElroyShows.com. Um, and and you can watch a full episode now wherever you are. So go enjoy sorry, that. Sorry, by the way, sorry that the one that we put out has spiders in it. Apparently, mm-hmm. for some people. That's challenging, mm-hmm. I've heard. It's a challenging thing for some people. A lot of people not very pleased about that. And I I am sorry. It is the only episode that. with spiders in it, though. I can guarantee that. Yes. 
Um, let's hit. Uh, can we do some fucking advice, please? Yeah. My husband calls petting the dog, rubbing the dog's fur. How can I make him stop? <laughs> That's from Dogs Deserve Dignity in Michigan. I don't know that this is like a full meaty question. So no. much as I just want to say to the question asker's husband, I respect you. Yeah. This idea of like, this was probably one time you meant to say like, I'm going to go pet the dog and you couldn't think of the word pet. And you said, I'm going to go rub the dog's fur and you fucking committed to it. And you're like, this is me now. I'm a man who pets dogs, I rub dogs fur from now on. That's me, my life. I have to say, I think that, you know, the question asker said they're, they call themselves dogs deserve dignity in Michigan. I would argue that this is a much more dignified way mm. of referring to the practice. Because by saying you're petting the dog, what you're saying inherently is like, I, I'm i petting my possession. I'm owning right. my possession. And now it's I'm, a pet. I'm massaging my friend. My friend has fur, just happens to have fur, and I'm rubbing it with my hand, which is an equal appendage to a paw. Mas- we are all on equal playing field here. I am going to go interact hair- with the dog. Mm. In an adult, consensual way. I'm going to massage my friend's hairy body in a way that we will both enjoy very much. You know, and when you say it like that, that it could be anyone at that point. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's that that's not patronizing to the dog. I'm gonna go rub my friend's hairy body. That's universal. I'm feeding my friend some table trash. And mm-hmm. I yeah. know some do not approve, but this is a personal relationship between my friend and I, where I feed him trash mm. from the table. I'm, I'm watching to, my, my friend defecate in my yard. My friend looks hungry, so I'm gonna serve them up a tall bowl of stink cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna tie this rope around my friend's neck and walk him down the street. It's for my friend, though. because it's, it's, He'll see a car and he'll be murdered by the car by a person. So uh, the rope is for my friend. I hi, hi, thanks for seeing me on such short notice. Um, I need you to express my friend's anal glands, mm-hmm. and I need you to do it in a mature, consensual way because it's too yucky for me personally. Because we're friends, and it would be overstepping the line. And please don't make eye contact with my friend while you do it. He hates that. My friend ate my fucking car keys, and so. <laughs> Not really sure what to do about that. I was rubbing his hairy body, and I looked down, my and my hand. dang keys were gone. <laughs> um, do you guys want a Yahoo? This is good. Sure. Just keep doing this. You're fine. Um, this one was sent in by Aaron Keys. Thank you, Aaron. It's by Yahoo Answers user AGLU, who asks, should it be illegal to seal someone's kill on Call of Duty? <laughs> So I've just been playing some Call of Duty Black Ops 2 when this kid kept stealing my kills. It was the same person over and over. Every time I went in for a kill, this kid just ran in and took it. 11 assists I got. They should have been kills. So I think you should be put in prison for stealing someone's kills in an FPS. Remind me, which one is the Call of Duties? It's the one with the soldier men, but they have future guns. Gotcha. You know, the irony here is that it's illegal to steal someone's kill in a video game. But in real life, if you're about to kill someone and somebody else kills them first, that makes, like, that's suddenly illegal. Like, you're now legal. You're off yeah, the Yeah, you're good to go. Because you didn't actually do the kill, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's ironic if you think about it. But if you want to get all the, I don't know, duty points mm-hmm. that you can use duty to dollars. buy. Duty dollars. Duty so you can buy to, you know, buy new weed emblems. Mm-hmm. Weed like weed skins for your gun to turn your character into just a big three dimensional sort of ganja, ganja guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy him for three thousand duty duty bucks. Um, you're gonna need to get those kills. And this this child is coming in and really just griefing him. And so like, can I put the kid in jail? Actual jail too. Like this person is talking about like real world physical. Oh. Jail, not just like Call no, of Duty jail. No, this is interesting, Travis. You've just given I, Justin and I work in the video games industry, um, and so we know the people to talk to. to we know the people to happen. talk to to get these sorts of ideas going because I think there should be a jail for 
every game and not like you get banned and you can't play the game i think if you do too much bad stuff um this maybe not stealing somebody's kill but if you call somebody many epithets then the next time you log in your weed-shaped soldier man is just in a cage and there's like a little timer there that's like one month he's in the cage there he is in the cage real time one like yeah real time one month and and you can walk around in the cage and try to find a way out but there is no way out you're in the cage is there an opportunity griffin there for like a time off for good behavior thing where where like they bring other people to the cage that you can talk to and say let me tell you why i'm in here and you shouldn't like make fun of people online and be mean to them and Mm, like maybe that shaves some time off of your sentence when you when you log on, the cage is also filled with orphans, and there is a book there in the cage. Mm-hmm. So if you read to them yeah. stories, you know, read them the line, the witch in the wardrobe or whatever, you can shave some time off your sentence. And the orphans again, are real re- time. You got to really real time. read it. Real time, real orphans. Plug in your microphone. I know. Go for, dig it out. Got to read to orphans. Listen, I have some advice for you, question asker. Get good. Oh, yeah. Just close the murder deal. Yeah. You opened you, you opened the store of murdering, and you didn't stick around mm-hmm. to close up for the day. There's probably a better metaphor there. But get good. Yeah. Scrub, get, 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 hey, just get scrub, good. If, Let's just close the deal. If you would have given them one right in the old brain box, they wouldn't have time to get this, get stolen. You know what I mean? Can't steal a headshot. Can't steal, can't steal a no-scope. Ooh, so. let, may I pitch a zag? Um, yeah, sure. Should we all get, like, fucking MLG pro-level Call of Duty gamers? No, no, no. Start a Follow, clan or Question Asker follows this kill stealer around oh. and steals their kill stealings. Like, oh. like, you have a sniper rifle, like, right over their shoulder as they're pointing a sniper rifle. They can't see you because they're looking down their sniper rifle. And it's like, oh, he's about, poof, and I stole his kill steal back i'm the robin hood of call of duty sort of uh, yeah Maybe i steal i steal the kill from the kill stealer steal fuck <laughs> got away Maybe. from me what if everybody just waits for everybody else to initiate the fight there's only kill stealing and then nobody starts it it's like oh it's reservoir we could just uh, why don't we talk it out you know like maybe we just talk through it whatever's going on between the red guys and the blue guys. Maybe we just figure it out. I like that. It's like, hey, rather than kill stealing, let's just sit down and rap about this beef. Yeah. Let's wrap this beef up and sell it. Check this out. New Call of Duty game comes out next month because I'm pretty sure them shits are coming out on a monthly basis now. You pick it up. You get it together with your friends. You get all your stuff together. Your four loco. It's a time for a, a night full of shooting and hooting. And you go in and you play a met round and you get you do okay. You get like six kills. Your friend Benny gets fourteen. You're like, damn, Benny. He's like, I just have it. I just have it. <laughs> and then the match ends. You're like, time to rack up my duty bucks and see how well I did. And you and all of your teammates and everybody you played against are all in small jail cells. And there's just like a, I think there's just a guy that comes and walks through the jail like the warden, and he's just like, what were you guys doing in there? You can't just kill. You can't just shoot and kill and hurt. So what did you do? Six kills. That's fucking fourteen to life. So that's pretty. That's not great. Benny. Oh my god. Benny, actually, come with me. Uh, Benny, it's it's we save this for only the most the most brutal monsters that that rear their heads in this game. But you need to come with me now, Benny. Maybe you follow after this person steals your kill. Just get right up in their face and scream, "What did you do? <laughs> that was a that was a living person." Yeah, you can't just snuff. I was just trying to scare him. You can't just snuff out a human life like that, you animal. And then follow him around for the rest of the game, shouting that kind of thing. Yeah, that's gonna hurt their KD for sure. Mm-hmm. Or at least hurt their feelings. It's gonna hurt their KD lang. <laughs> Read another one. I work at a software company, and we have a communal kitchen with shared dishes. During the other day. During lunch the other day, sorry, I caught a coworker lifting a plate to his face and licking it clean. I had a full-on panic attack in my head as I watched in horror as he continued unabated in his quest to get every morsel of sauce off a plate that I could very well be using tomorrow. My question is this. Are you hiring? Because now I need a new job. And that's from Clean Plate Club in Atlanta, Georgia. Holy 
Holy Come, shit. Now, no. Yes. No. What? No. What, Griffin? What? How could you? I if feel you betrayed even... by you, Griffin. Okay, fine. But if you go to a fucking nice restaurant and you and you see how I did the, the accent there, that's how you know how nice this restaurant was. Uh-huh. And you fucking Is get it your, in the bayou? You get yourself a fucking etouffee. Gumbo. Get yourself an etouffee. And you, f- you finish the etouffee, but you don't want to waste the good hard work done by the sauce doctor. Then you fucking lick it all up good, and then guess what? You're gonna put it in like a hot, steamy, soapy box, Griffin, and then Griffin, all of the Griffin. all of your tongue stuff is just gonna be gone in the soapy box. Griffin, this person did not go to the Cajun kitchen. This person fucking microwaved a Stouffer's lasagna. And like, you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know I that. I do know that because they were in the break room at at work. <laughs> like, this was not okay. Even so, Griffin, are you telling me it is your belief that this work break room has a mm. functioning sanitizing dishwasher in it, and not just a sink that people lazily rinse dishes in and then immediately put back in the cabinet? I'm, I don't know. There's a lot of variables here. But I, even if it was just you run hot, soapy water over it, their tongue stuff is gone. How are, how are you guys this upset about this? Because I know, Griffin. And even worse, I sort of know. Because if all the plates look the same... <laughs> I like they're all bad now. They're well, all. What are you really gonna do? What, are you gonna fucking walk up to them and grab the plate and fucking shatter it on the floor and be like, "I hope you enjoyed the the <laughs> sauce doctor's good work." But th- yes. now, <laughs> what? What? Okay, we're glossing over the point that this is unacceptable workplace behavior. There is also like, that you can't watch someone do that and then like. I guess we're teaming up on the new project for the boss <laughs> together. And also, I just watched you lick a plate clean like my friend who is a dog. <laughs> like my hair friend. Like my hairy friend. Um, so, guys, uh, close your eyes and just think of, have you ever had something where the good stuff wasn't immediately fork accessible and you had to go hair friend on the plate to get to receive the sauce doctor's blessing. Then you then you mop it up with a bread, buddy. Crusty bread. A nice crusty bread. Okay. So they just have they just have sauce bread. They have like you a plan ahead, Griffin. You have okay. to plan ahead. If you know you, that you got a good sauce from the sauce doctor, you gotta bring a crusty bread, buddy, and plan the fuck ahead. You can't just you, f- fucking like live in the moment and lick it clean. Did you bring crusty bread to this person? Say hey. Hey, use I saw this. You licking, I saw you licking the plate like a toddler. Would you maybe enjoy a baguette? <laughs> for next time. Can I maybe interest you in this for next time? Forever? And also, can you go back and find the plates that you've ever licked in your life and shatter them, please? The only place that this is okay, work behavior. This is all right work behavior. If you work at some place like Pixar, where everything is just a little bit more cash, you know? <laughs> Everybody's just razor scootering around, and they've made their cubicles look like tiki huts. And like, you know, they've got a ping pong table in the break room. Okay, lick it clean. Fine. We're all in Hawaiian shirts anyways. It's all higgledy piggledy up in the air. If you you, nerv- are- you nervously walk into John Lasseter's office and he's I don't know, he's he's in there eating eating himself a good plate of gumbo. And you're like, Hey, I've got a good pitch for a movie and he's like, Oh, just one second. And then he licks the plate clean because he's John Lasser and he can do whatever. He's one it of those takes 15 minutes takes in complete silence. Complete silence. <laughs> and he leaves one little scrap of the sauce doctor's blessing right there. And he's like, what? Oh, yeah, it sounds, oh, it sounds good. What are, you, what are you talking about? It's cats, but they are firefighters? Yeah, sure. What, what the fuck ever? We did airplanes as firefighters, so I don't see why not. Anyway, come on over here. And uh, if, I guess if you want me to green light this, why don't you get up on this sauce doctor's blessing with your dog tongue? What did you say to me, John? Lick this up with your doggy tongue if you want me to make your cat your cat firefighter movie. You're a good hairy boy. Come Why on, don't you Harry lick boy. the sauce blessing from this from this terrain? 
But it's, see, it's a trick. It's a trick tw- test. You go over there to lick it. But before you do, you realize that he has licked the sauce, the remaining sauce, into the perfect shape of, like, the next, like, Nemo-esque, yeah. like, hit character. We're like, <gasps> sauce boy. And then that's, like, all over bedspreads and, mm-hmm. like, lunchboxes. Sauce boy everywhere. And he's you John lick- fucking Lasseter and he's a genius. And you slurp up the sauce doctor's blessing right off this plate. Mm-hmm. And John says... I could never make a movie with such a nasty boy. And then he drives <laughs> and then he drives off in the bumper car he's been sitting in the whole time. <laughs> he, and, he, and he Snapchatted you doing it. And he put it on his Snapchat. So now everybody's saying you're oh, ruined. Damn it. Got me again, John. You put that on the gram, huh? You make such damn. you make great movies, John, but you, your Machiavellian plots in the workplace, <laughs> they need to stop. Hey, and also, John, for future reference, John, you could have just fired me. Yeah. You're the boss of the thing. Yeah. Like, if you didn't like my work. Please just fire me next time. John. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Hold on one second. It's okay. Hello? Oh, it's really John Lasseter. Oh, you hacked our Skype call the whole... You were listening the whole time? You do want to make the Cat Firefighter movie starring starring me and... Okay. I have a friend, Joe Panigliano. Uh, he's, he's great. He was in The Matrix. You think we could get him... We can get him in as... Ta- Taz? Taz? Tabby... Ta- We'll figure out the name later, John. But yeah, I'm the very tabby excited. Tabby. About this. The tabby cabby. Pitch tabby that. cabby. Tabby cabby. He drives. Sorry, what was that, Travis? Give me. A, he drives wait, a Travis, cab. I'm on the fucking phone with John cab. Lasseter. Give it to me tabby now. Tabby who drives a cab. Tabby cabby. He's on a. Ca- he's in a cab and he drives around. I'm off the. I'm off the project. Okay. Bye. Fuck. Damn it, Travis. That was my one. We'll pitch fucking it to chance. DreamWorks, Griffin. We'll pitch it to DreamWorks. Ah, oh, uh, sorry guys. One hold second. on one second. Hold on one second, everybody. Tess. The real Taz, Tasmanian Devil. Oh, it's the cartoon Taz. Justin, yeah. can you can you put it on speaker so we can hear both? Yeah, sides? just put it on speaker quick. I want to hear him. Yeah, <laughs> let me put it on speaker. Hold on. <laughs> well, that's un it's uncalled for. Yeah. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say we stole any of your jokes for the show it, when you and I were. Ta- <laughs> okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's. That's racist. You know, you know that that's. (laughs) No, I want to work this out with you too. Yeah. Okay. Let's find something. How about instead of a protracted legal battle, you and I find something that we can work together on soon. Justin, 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 pitch him. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Thank you for calming down. First off, thank you. Uh, Travis, did you have something you want me to ask? The Tasmanian Devil. Pitch him the the cat firefighter movie with the tabby cabby. Yeah, tabby okay. cabby. Give him tabby cabby. Hey, I had a project. <laughs> Where you know uh, Lassie, John Lasseter. Yeah, Lassie. I, I, he, uh, so here's the pitch. Tabby cabby is a cat that drives a cab, mm-hmm. and Real there's an arc. Real image. You know, there's an arc. Of course, he goes to. China mm-hmm. and there's lots. Give there's him, give him the name. We got there. Joey Pants attached, and we got Pant. Joey Pants is in basically. We the the ink is not spilled yet on that one, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it sounded pretty intriguing too. These pretzels are making me thirsty. All yeah, right, the pretzels are making me. <laughs> All right, love that yeah, love that gag. Oh, we anyway, f- uh, Taz, I will talk to you so soon. I'm doing the um, podcast. I know, still, believe it or not. Yeah. Okay. Well, bye. 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 You hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> no, you hang up. <laughs> Why don't you guys just not listen to I'm out of city. We don't hang up. We just go to the money zone. That sounds pretty good, Taz. Let's all go together. Can I tell you all about a thing that's very important, uh, very close to me, literally and emotionally? Yeah. Yeah. Me, I'm talking about MeUndies. Oh. Um, basically, my whole collection now is MeUndies. Thank you, MeUndies, for sending me MeUndies to wear. Um, and even if you weren't sending me MeUndies, I'd be buying MeUndies because they are um, they're life-changing. They have changed a sort of how I even think about my zone. Um, they are seriously soft, feel-good undies. They deliver them right to your door, made from sustainably sourced micromodal, 
And it's the fabric three times softer than cotton. And these are just luxurious uh, uh, pantaloons that you can wear. And they come with Joy fun pants. designs. And you can get what? Joey pants. Just we've been talking about Joey pants a lot. So now I All will right. never not be able to think about Joey underpants. Okay, fine. Um, okay. Uh, so Me Joey's is offering you 20% off your first pair. Uh, if you use their special URL, MeUndies.com slash brother, you'll get 20% off your first pair. Um, so go ahead, go revamp your whole underwear drawer. You've earned it. Zag on them in 2017. Throw all your underwear away. But do it like before you've made this purchase. And so like when you get the MeUndies in, it's like uh, it's like a refreshing spring breeze. Um, once again, that's MeUndies.com slash brother. MeUndies.com slash brother. Get 20% off your first pair. I would like to tell you about uh, I would say at this point, a my brother, my brother and me favorite, um, mm. pretty pretty long term uh, money zone buddy. And here's the thing: I'm trying to get fit. It's a new year, zag zag zag. Trying to lose a few lbs, but mostly just stay healthy. And you know, sometimes you want to have a snack, and you go to the pantry, you go to the fridge, and you know, you see that bag of chips or like a thing of cookies, and you just start eating. And when you're done, you don't feel good. You might feel full, but you don't feel good. Well, let me suggest Nature Box. Nature Box is the snack food you want, but it's not junk food. It's food that you can eat, it tastes great, and you feel good after it's done. So you're not just like eating, you know, dry styrofoam health chips or whatever. You're having like actual snacks. You're having some like dark chocolate nom noms. You're having some uh, you know, some lentil rings, sweet, salty, spicy, whatever you want. And right now you, uh, and, and it's affordable, but right now you could save even more. NatureBox is offering our fans 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash mybrother. It's naturebox.com slash mybrother for 50% off your first order. Go check it out. Start snacking right today. Um, I just give me this personal message, please. And I'm only making you do it because the 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 from field that lists who the message is from. There's like 40 names in there, and I I want I just really want you to to tackle it. Okay. This is a message for John Newell. It's from Belwick. Nope, I already fucked, fucked up. First, first name. one up. Let me try again. You just edit that out. Nope. This is a message for John Newell. It's from Belric, Rulga, Resin, Cephalus, Claria. Vespidae, Achia, Callius, Garvin, Gwendolyn, Alfgramir, and Bjorn. If this message had popped up on Adventure Zone, like that'd be a pretty easy, like, oh, this is a and d group. Um, which it which it is, but it's also like the bigger can you imagine if we did Adventure Zone and there were twelve fucking people on the call each week? This is so many adventurers. It's a hell of a thing. We're crossing time, planes, and storylines to congratulate you on officially becoming a doctor of dungeoneering. Um, we mean literature. We pledge to keep derailing your meticulous storylines and fucking up your beautiful world, building with our cults, chaos, cheese, crazy stealth rolls, and quest for immortality for many years to come. We love you. Um, congratulations, John. From Doctor John. Doctor John. From from one um from one DM to the other. Although again, like this is a Herculean effort. That you've done here because three- maybe they're doing i've done this before where i had like a DD league where we had like 10 people and we would swap in whoever was available that night so we didn't have oh. to like wait so, and then like we would just level people up accordingly when they would step in that would um, be cool so, if i could do that with you guys um just replace us well just like if they have a bad week it's like well let's, let's try out somebody else let's give Rothfuss a chance let's see what he does in there uh, so congratulations, Dr. John. Sounds like you're in the right place at the right God, time. God, Justin. Joe, may the force be with you, Sidon. I've got a message for you, and it's from Sarah. You're a wizard. Uh, Greece. Uh, Greist. They, it says pronounced Greist at, right after Greist. it, Justin. Greist. Sarah Greist. Greist, Greist almighty, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Happy New Year, birthday, Valentine's Day, day we met. Special fun day or second anniversary, whether it's January, February, April, November, or December, I've got us covered. Good. After five years of friendship, I'm proud of the nerdy, loving, healthy relationship we've built together. I love you as much as I love hit points or Harry Potter, 
it's HP. So it's probably just, Harry Potter. Probably. I Harry love Potter. you as much as I love. I love you as much as I love Hewlett Packard, uh-huh. and you love Star Wars <laughs> combined. Thank you for being you, Boo. And um, so it's just a nice message. There's nothing to really congratulate them on. Um, so birthday, I guess. It seems like with the month for the birthday. So I, happy birthday, Joe. I love you as much as I love Harvey Purvis, who <laughs> is an accountant living in San Bernardino. Thank you, Harvey. I love you very much. Hello, and welcome to Podphone. What type of podcast are you looking for? You have chosen funny podcasts about bad movies. Rated R. May we recommend The Flophouse. Three friends talk about bad movies and make each other and you laugh. Rated R. The Flophouse is playing at your ears. If you download it right now or whenever. Rated R. To purchase tickets to... The Flophouse. You don't need to do that. Just download it. The Flophouse. Rated R for nudity, I guess. Do uh, you guys want to get who? Yeah. yeah. Um, got a few good ones. This one was sent in by, and I apologize for how bad I'm going to pronounce this, but from uh, Aulia Irham Wisesa, who, uh, thank you, Aulia. It's from Yahoo Answers User. They are anonymous. Uh, let's call them... Todd asks, would a toaster still work in a freezer? Hmm. Their their subhead for this is, would this create cold toast, which is fucking stupid. But the good question is there at the top. You put a fucking toaster in a freezer, run the, okay. in, run the extension cord in there. You put some good bread in there. You click it down. What even happens, right? Because you say, like, if you think like, it get it would get hot. Well, then the freezer hasn't done its job. But okay, if you okay, say it gets okay. cold, then the toaster hasn't done its job. Let me let me okay. Let me say there is a factor here which makes this like more of a brain puzzle to me. Yeah. If, if you immediately take the toaster, put it in the freezer, press the thing down, I think like yes, it's it's still going to work because the freezer has not had time. But if you put the toaster in the freezer for say like. 20, 30 minutes. Oh. Then cool do then. it. Yeah. So, like the coils, those toaster those coils, toasty coils, they done cooled down. And so it, it might come to room temperature. So you might end up with room temperature bread because it's a timed thing. Unless you have a toaster that operates on some kind of heat sensor, I think it's a timed thing. So you would end up with like the coils would reach room temperature, but not necessarily hot enough to toast the bread. Possibly, potentially. I'm you're just talking that, out of you're I'm just talking that, out of your ass, though, Mister Wizard. Yeah, I'm worried. In having this discussion, we're ruining the new season of Bill Nye the Science Guy that's coming out. Like first, ep- Bill's <laughs> listening to this, and he's like, "Fuck, that was like first episode. We're three quarters of the way through shooting." Um, I don't think you could. Cl- okay, but you couldn't close the freezer all the way, so you're gonna have. Oh, I mean, it would seal around like a, 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 a small, thin enough cord. Like it was that, like that seal thing that is on freezers. Would it would still seal around it? I don't think that's a factor. Uh, that's a fucking okay. easy out, Justin. You try to fucking like cheat your way out of this question. What's gonna happen in there? Because uh, I think it, I, I we're worried about whether or not the bread's gonna turn into toast. I'm on some like this is gonna be like we're inventing time travel. Like we're on some like accidental weird science Steins Gate shit. Like. I'm worried that like it's gonna open up a a a black hole of temperature. I just don't think it'll get as toasty. Mm, like Justin. it'll be less toasty toast, right? <sighs> Probably less toasty, I would think. Why does like warmed through, but not as toasty? Why does one of them win? Is like because in your mind you're saying the freezer beats the toaster. Why? I think freezer beats toaster. It's bigger and it's been doing it for longer. Like the. I've been keeping things frozen in here for years. Yeah. You cannot come into my house and try to toast things and expect it to fly. It's not going to fly with me. Okay. I'll get colder okay. if I have to. Okay, Justin, what about this? Imagine, if you will, we're going to get into some, this is all mind puzzles and not real. Keep that in mind. I realize it's, that it's, we- It's real to me, no, damn Griffin, it. Griffin, we're about to go on a flight of fancy. Fuck, buckle in. Oh, fucking All right, Miss Frizzle, take me. What if, instead of- toaster in freezer we had a giant toaster 
that we put a freezer, a smaller Inside. freezer in. We started the toaster. Would the freezer still keep things cold inside of it? That's a fucking banger of a question, Travis. <laughs> because I I posit that Justin is correct in a roundabout way, that if you put something inside another thing, the bigger thing containing it will always be dominant because it is right. bigger and containing the And it's been vessel. in the game for longer. I yeah. don't want to discount savvy. I, I feel like if you put a toaster in a okay, if you put a freezer in a giant toaster, mm-hmm. I feel like the freezer is still gonna get it done. But every time you use the toaster, the freezer is gonna be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like I just got it cold in here, yeah." And you mm-hmm. ruined everything again, and you refreeze it. You're definitely gonna get some ice crystals. That's gonna like when a, that's gonna be a big th- problem. Uh, but I feel like the freezer won't give up. Like the freezer would never quit always trying to get things cold again after the toaster did its did its, did dark its thing was well, it possible that we get that cold crunchy toast like is it possible that this mm. is just a new fucking molecular gastronomy thing where it's like this toast isn't burned or cooked at all but it's crunchy but it's cold it's crunch like toast but cold like iced cream if you ho- if you toasted a like toaster pastry toaster strudel you know, it's got the hot filling and the hot flaky crust, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, then immediately did a quick dip in some liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Would the inside remain molten hot? Yes. While the probably. outside was frozen? I think so. That that would be a taste. I would I would jam on I that. Would eat I, that. I mean, this, I'd probably I die because I think maybe the liquid nitrogen yeah, would be bad poison, for my tum tum. Bad for you. Um, I this reminds me of the scene in the Brave Little Toaster where the Brave Little Toaster went up to the freezer and was like, "One v one, me motherfucker." <laughs> Do you, can I do it? Can do I do this. a different? Like I didn't think that that Yahoo was gonna have many legs, and I also feel this way about this one. Can I do two, like a two for, two for one? Yeah, two for one sale. Uh, this one was sent in by Rachel Rosen, game recognized game. Rachel Rosen, thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user J who asks: In Italian cuisine, is it appropriate to mix two different types of pasta? I had lunch at a recently opened restaurant in my area, and one of the pasta dishes I saw served at the table diagonally for me had both spaghetti and fettuccine. Uh, maybe tagliatelle in white sauce with clams. I'm not sure what it's called. First thing that came to mind was, wow, that's different. But the more I think about it, mixing two types of pasta together doesn't sound right at all. To reiterate my question, in Italian Whoa. cuisine, is it appropriate to mix two different types of pasta? Um, I read this, and I don't know how much there is to talk about here, but I also imagined um, spaghetti macaroni together, just chilling together in a bowl with some sauce. And I was like, hey, that's the most whack shit I think I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, good luck finding which fork to use. Mm. Because do I use my macaroni fork or do I use my linguine fork? I I I don't know. There's also different techniques. There's different pursuit uh, techniques. Yeah, for sure. Pursuit. <laughs> if you do the swirl, you know you do that. You know that big silly swirl yeah. that people like to do, where they do a big silly swirl and then they put it on a spoon and eat it like that. Like a, that's one way of doing. Like it. they Donald made it like a style, like. Yeah, like they made a pasta nest that they're gonna roost in for a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not gonna get. You maybe get. You may get a macaroni, like ma- mm-hmm. like singular. I don't know what the singular of macaroni is, but you might get one macaroni in there. Uh, you know, tops. I would like to be in the kitchen of this restaurant where like the chef reached for the box of pasta or whatever and was like, ooh, there's not enough for this dish. And there was like a solid like five minute, like rushed, like heated but whispered conversation about like, can we convince a, like a customer that mixing two pastas is a thing and not just because we ran out of this kind of pasta halfway through the dish. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. uh, that's a hard is, sell. Uh, I call this uh, fettuccine. Enjoy. <laughs> I love Guy Fettigetti. I've been watching a lot of his stuff uh, since we got cable. Um, now, exception to this, if we could somehow thread the most tender angel hair pasta through the juiciest macaroni noodles. And into a beautiful necklace. To a beautiful edible necklace that we would oh. serve to you on my, on while I'm wearing it. And you would have to, it's the. <laughs> on your friend's hairy body. This is my this is my naked brother Griffin. I've coated him in chains. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Griffin. Griffin, I did ask you not to speak. Please, you'll move the noodles. Uh, I've I've layered him much like chain mail, but it's noodle mail. Mm. It's noodle mail armor where I've threaded lovingly 
threaded spaghetti through mm. the macaroni noodles and made him sort of an edible armor. So now he's just sort of a noodle boy mm-hmm. for you to enjoy. Enjoy and this yes, noodle boy. I am working on a jingle. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 the, I don't have a tune yet, but it's coming along. Uh, one, noodles one of mo- noodles on this beautiful boy. It's something like that. Uh, just one moment. I'm all plain. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. Time to get a visit from the sauce doctor. And then the sauce doctor come and just dumps it on me. And then I'm ready to go. It's going to get messy, I say. See, I love this because this this is both fitting in the most upscale uh, Italian restaurant and also could double as like a, a Cirque du Soleil performance. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's a performance art right there at your table. And people mm-hmm. love that. Cause sometimes it's a magician or sometimes it's like a fun band who like walks around the restaurant place. And sometimes it's a naked boy wearing macaroni <laughs> mithril and you just eat it off of him. What's hard is though, you know that eventually Griffin's gonna get some job offers from, from somebody else, maybe Pasta Garden or mm-hmm. Marty Scorsese and he's gonna have to quit. And there's gonna be a new boy and everybody's gonna say, I really liked the flavor's different, I think, yeah. off the new boy than the old one. I prefer the old Noodle Boy. I like, like Noodle it, Boy classic. The old, classic the noodle, old boy noodle Boy Griffin had a almost like a Parmesan grime. <laughs> so I guess I'm a little so bit disappointed. Grody. I'm so excited about this question. Please. The other day I was spending quality time with one of my best friends when he mentioned that he was starting to cook breakfast for himself. This was fine, but the way he said it struck me as as odd. Fuck. I've been frying eggs instead of just having cereal. Yeah, but cereal is good, I replied. I do like it. Nothing beats a nice warm bowl of cereal. I inquired further and ascertained that he has been microwaving the milk for his normal breakfast oh cereal God, his entire life. Oh my God, what? No. Help? Am I good? And that's from Toasty in Toledo. I love that this person recognizes this is such a breach of trust that they are curious if they are good. They are good. For if they are it. good by association. The answer is no. The answer is Obviously. No. You are ruined. What could you have be? What? Who did this to you? Who hurt you? Back in the day, de- someone did this to you I, as a child. I'll tell, I'll tell you who did it to them as a child. Fucking Cocoa Weeds. <gasps> Cocoa Weeds did their dark things, and they're like, "This is this is gonna be your this is gonna be your jam. It's like cereal, but hot. It could also just be oatmeal, like oatmeal in general." They're like, mm, "This is good, but what if checks? No, nah, nah." <laughs> they do they do it with grape nuts. People will ch- sell you this on grape nuts, where if you heat heat it up, it's just. I mean. Hi, just is Justin here? If you pour milk on grape nuts and heat it up, that's gruel. That's yeah. gruel that you make at home. It's, it's also like just sad. Fucking, like, yeah, it's like, it's it's just like sad. You're, you're having grape nuts and it's time to spice it up for yourself. The like, reason that no, grape just, nuts... You just sit down and eat it as quickly as you can and move on with your day. The reason that grape nuts tells you to do that is because maybe you'll heat the milk up too much and burn your tongue so bad that you don't realize how fucking shitty grape nuts taste. That's why they tell you to do that. The fact that you are doing this to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, when I could eat the Cinnamon Toast Crunch with a cold milk, <laughs> makes me so angry. Do you know, this falls into a category, it's a very slim category, but a category of like breakfast that then asks you to take one more step. Like before Frosted Mini Wheats were many and it was just one giant wheat that you yourself were supposed to break up. Like, no, the process is pour, milk, eat. There is no other step in the middle now, of this. Now that is still how shredded wheat is distributed. Yes, yes. I, will, I hate I will, it. I hate that's, it. I, I, I agree with you. Also, I think people eat shredded wheat hot. I think that's another thing that no. people are doing. I'd fuck with that. I get down with that. Yeah, and I, I actually so. like the hot grape nuts too. Uh, you have okay, just so added a second, lose. you have shred the wheat yourself and then heat it. That's two more steps. Yeah. In what is supposed to be a, oh no, I've only got two minutes before the carpool gets here. Like right. milk, cereal, blah, 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 done, out the door. Um, there's I think I could get behind this under the shredded wheats um, clause. But also if you worked at like, a, if you were like a construction worker in Buffalo and like you showed up to the site and they were like, hey, Denny, what are you eating today? And, and you were like, I'm having some hot rings. And they're like, hot rings? What are those? I heated up my Cheerio milk and you slobber it out of the thing on a cool blustery winter day. I think that that would be acceptable. Hot rings for a construction worker is acceptable in Buffalo. But that's about, that's basically it. Otherwise, I don't want to hear about your hot Cheerios. Can I? That's sort of, 
this is sort of like the first time I tried to make warm milk for myself because I'd been sold that as a sleep aid. And then I tried to drink it with my own mouth. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, it, it was, it's absolutely repellent. And the fact that you would bring something like that into the blessed bond of cereal and cold milk is honestly hugely offensive to me. It's hugely offensive. Can I read another question that makes me really happy? And as we near the end of February, the February question list will fall off. And I just want to say this out loud. I want to put this out in the world. We don't even have to discuss it so much as I just want to say it. Today, as I was painting sets for the school play, my drama teacher came in to get a can of paint and spilled it all over the floor. She then said, "Ugh, this makes me so bad I could so mad I could bust a nut." <laughs> I think she thinks "bust a nut" is an angry version of the phrase "bust a gut." It is. I, I told her to never say that phrase ever again, but she just laughed and took it as old people like you shouldn't use slang. My question is, how do I make my 60-year-old teacher never say bust a nut ever again without having to explain to her what it means? And that's from, and I still have to clean up the paint. There's a typo in this, and I believe the typo is when you said don't. Yeah. And it said, as much as humanly fucking possible, get your 60-year-old teacher to say bust a nut. This, This woman is a walking story. She is a walking story that she gifts to people who are around when she does something that makes her angry and she says the bad, wrong, very, very funny, good thing. Assumedly. Um, assumedly. <laughs> she's using the wrong thing. And it is it is very selfish of you to say, I would like to be the last recipient of this story. Because it, we might get another question. We've probably gotten questions about this very person before. You don't want to be the person that brings that story to an end. You are also in a position where in the middle of class, you you could get into a fake fight with somebody and yell, one more word out of you and I am going to bust a nut in this place. (laughs) And your teacher would just be lolling. Like your teacher would be loving it. And everyone would would look at you. Miss Stevens is cool as shit. She's just laughing this off. Yeah. I thought she'd give him a pink slip, but no, no dice. She's She's loving loving it. it. Maybe we should all talk about busting and not. And now it's a thing. That's the thing is now you have the opportunity to like the next time you get mad with a group of friends to say, this is making me so mad I could bust a nut. And everyone says, excuse me, what? Sorry. And then you say, ah, okay, thank you for inquiring. And then you tell them the story. And now Mm -hmm. this is weird because you can travel back in time to make this phrase make sense the way she's using it. Because now you're going to start this, and in 20 years, people will be using Bust a Nut to yeah. describe how mad they are. are and she started that. Are you suggesting this person contort the fabric of language around this person yes. rather than correct them? Inception. This is Inception 2, Busting a Nut. So you <laughs> keep all that, this you, comes back around. You do this nut busting chuckle routine mm-hmm. for like a month, and like a month later, in that drama class, your friend Derek is like, "Man, I'm I'm so frustrated over in here. I'm about to jizz." And your teacher's like, "Derek, leave the principal's office now. We don't use words like that. No, no. We don't say jizz in this class. We don't say jizz in that. You've made me so frustrated. I'm about to seriously bust a nut right here." <laughs> what are you confronting your teacher about? I was like, uh, "Miss Stevens, um, bust a nut." means and she's like i know exactly what it means hilarious right it's good right oh shit (laughs) (laughs) miss stevens is funny as fuck that it oh my god that i can't wait to be 60 now i'm gonna run this con on everybody (laughs) oh she doesn't know oh i know oh i know i know i've always known always known inception what a good teacher what a good what a good time what a great teacher i remember a great teacher Thank you for meeting me, President Obama. I was wondering if you could call my favorite teacher. Um, it would be very, it would be very special to her if you could just get. Sure. Her what her. kind of impact did she have on your life? Well, all right. So check this shit out. <laughs> hey, get Joey in here. He's gonna love this. <laughs> Whatever. Joey's the one that convinced her. Convinced. <laughs> Joey oh, comes in and is like, "Yeah, bust a nut means you're angry, right?" Right, <laughs> Joey. Yeah, you got me. Again. I, by the way, I just want everybody to know I'm not going to die on this nut busting cross to change the language to contort around your teacher. But I will not give up busting nut. <laughs> no, it's an important phrase for what it means. Your, your, your obstinance is making me so angry I could bust a nut. 
I don't stop. Like, don't do it. Because what you're going to do is this will not extend beyond our uh, our community. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to lose the ability to tell whether people are angry or horny. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> or both. Or both in some cases. That's going to do it for us. I think. Yeah, we're done. That's the end of this podcast for this week. All right. So I, we this is our big pitch, okay? <laughs> if you like us at all... Um, We've got a TV show coming out on CISO, which is a, a comedy streaming service run by NBC. Um, it's at CISO.com is where you can sign up and what all. Uh, but there is also an Apple TV app. There's a Roku app. There's a iOS app. Uh, it is it is US only. But if you could just go ahead and go watch our TV show, it comes out February 23rd. And uh, we would really, we would really appreciate it. Um, we think you'll like it. We also just, uh, we have a ton of people on our Facebook group. We have uh, a spinoff Facebook page for specifics about the TV show because not everybody can watch it yet. We don't want to spoil anything or what have you. So um, if you search for MBMBAM TV show, I think it pops up there on the on the book. So uh, you can sign up for that if you want to talk about the show. And just to clarify, because we made that TV show thing. So if you... Um, try to post stuff on about the TV show on the regular podcast group. It, it's going to get denied. We like we want to make sure that we keep that specific free. stuff, specific yeah. stuff about the episodes that are that are going up. Um, not maybe not more general things, but um, I just also want to say like just the, the 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 absolute fact of the matter is like we would not have had this opportunity. If it weren't for you all um, through over the past almost seven years, um, spreading the word about the show, listening to the show, reviewing the show, all that stuff. Um, and we really owe it to you and we'll be forever indebted to you. And we hope we made something that will um, delight you because that was the absolute 100% only ideal that we had in mind when we were making the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, and, just as a reminder, I also want to say uh, the mods, um, Rachel and Wes and Anthony and Lucy and Stormy, um, who are mods on the uh, podcast group, are also the mods on the TV show group. Um, and they're working really hard, um, but, you know, it, it takes a while to sort through all the membership requests because we want to make sure that we keep uh, you know, that we don't get spam accounts in there and everything. And they also work really hard to sort through everybody's posts and it can take a while. Um, and we've given them fairly specific, uh, guidelines as far as like what kind of stuff should be approved and what shouldn't. So, yeah. um, just know it can be, you know, you might have be, to wait be, a while and the post be, might get denied, but yeah, please be patient with them. They're, they're working really, really, um, hard and it is a, a completely thankless job. Um, but we we sure appreciate like we literally don't thank them. Yeah, no, not at but all. This, I thank you all very much. Um, I want to thank I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. It's also the theme song for the TV show. I saw a lot of people like excited that we got to use it for that for that uh, for the TV show when the the premiere episode came out. Um, and we were super excited too because like it would have been weird if we were like and now my bim bam like some shitty song that was. What I think a shitty song sounds like, although really it was uh, kind of a banger. Like it had like a nice sort of that was um, good. That wasn't bad. Yeah, it was polyphonic three level right there. Um, so we have a live show in Austin in May. Oh jeez. Um, May. What is it? What day? What are we doing? I think twentieth and twenty first. Is that right? No. Yeah, that sounds nobody's right. Really quite sure. No one knows when, but so May. I believe it's May twentieth and twenty first. It is that Saturday, right. Saturday the twentieth and Sunday the twenty first. Um, and those tickets are going on sale this week. Um, you know, the, uh, I know that I, I listen, it, you know, if they sell out, I know that sucks, but it, just in case, make sure, you know, know when it's going to happen, uh, be ready for it. Camp out on the website, I guess. Um, the link is going to be, uh, bit.ly forward slash Austin MB MBAM 2017 2017. Uh, and if you want to see Adventure Zone, that ticket link is going to be bit.ly slash Taz Austin 2017. Um, it's not up yet. I believe the tickets go on sale the 24th. Um, so uh, let me let me get the exact time for you so I can let yes. you know. Uh, they are going to go on sale 10 a.m. Central Standard Time 
Uh, what is it, that? No one knows what that is. That's the time zone our brother lives in Hi. that Austin exists in. So, so it's like 11 a.m. regular it's human normal, time? Here at normal time, minus one. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to go on sale Friday, uh, uh, the 24th, 10 a.m. Central Time. Um, uh, bit.ly forward slash Austin MBMBAM 2017. Um, it's going to be fun. We're doing MBMBAM and Adventure Zone, so it'll be a hoot. Um, mm-hmm. So, y'all went that final? Hit me. So, I sent it by Paige Andrews Johnson. Thank you, Paige. It's Yahoo Answers user. Another anonymous. We'll call him Hieronymus. Asked, <laughs> Is it immature when a guy says penis power during sex? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host the weekly comedy podcast, One Bad Mother. We celebrate our moments of parenting genius. As well as our failures. Just like, we're going to have hot dogs. And I'm like, no, we're having fun. Everybody loves hot dogs. And it just like smashes that thing right on my chest. And then I'm just Uh, crying in the middle of like kid space while people are like literally dancing with their children. Parenting can be sad and painfully funny at the same time. So join us each week as we admit that this is hard, but we're getting really good at it. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.